Broadcasting from their dining room table in Long Beach, California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. How you listen to all music? Where you just sort of breathe and say, uh-huh, a lot? Makes me reminisce. Oh, what does this song remind you of? Oh, back when I was a younger man, just getting chased around Tennessee. Oh. This is Wayla Jennings. Well, I'm sorry, where were you? Shooters, <laughs> Papa. I'm sorry, you were getting chased? Yeah, I was on the run from the Memphis Mafia. What? Back in the mid-70s. <laughs> Hold the phone. I saw them a batch of bad crank. What? Wait. That's neither here nor there. There's so many things I want to get into. Memphis uh, Mafia. Don't worry about that. Hey, about Charlie. Charlie's all upset. He doesn't like it either. Um... Uh-huh. I'm sorry, were you in the mafia? Can't you see? <laughs> God damn it, can't you see? Did they hurt you? Oh, that's I'm not at liberty to go into detail. Are you in the witness protection let's, program? Let's just say I may have contributed to more than one music star's chemical dependency. What? Who? I sold drugs. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> is, you know, Cecil, you are just an onion with so many layers. Who we amongst just, us hasn't peddled a little bathtub methamphetamine? I mean, I can't say anything because uh-huh. for a while there, uh-huh. I took this uh, diet pill called Zenitrin or uh-huh. something, but it was pretty much like speed in a bot. Uh-huh. what was it called? It had an X in it. Do you remember? Did I do you take, remember that. I took that shit too. Xenadrin, uh, uh, Xenafeld. Oh man, I would yeah. throw up. Yeah, I used to. Because I used to just inhale it and then I'd throw up because you can't take too many. But my sister's got me hooked on diet pills. Fan, fan. Fin fin. Oh yeah, fin fin. <laughs> man, if that stuff was out, that stuff will keep you up all night. Ooh, I love that stuff. But then. My second marriage was a casualty of Fin Fin. I'm sorry, but you took diet pills? How old were you? Oh, yeah, I used to take all that shit when I was, uh, I was like 22 and I was working out all the time. I was, I was, in, I was in decent shape when I was. Hydroxy cut. Hydroxy cut. That's what it was. That's it. Okay, but there That's were two. It. There was mm-hmm. one that was like for Xenadrine. people. Xenadrine. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Loved all of that. But I was afraid because people like you got marketed to, like, you'll have a great workout. But I was like, no, 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 no. But. Thankfully, I worked at Nordstrom's junior section, and uh-huh. everyone had an eating disorder there who I worked with, and they taught me, don't worry, this will suppress your appetite. Don't worry about the good workout stuff. Huh. So, Shout out to Brass Plum, Tyler Moll. <laughs> well, hell yeah. All right, dude. Uh, weird yeah. summer. Yeah, I used to take... Uh I would do uh, all the protein powder stuff. I used to take whey oh, protein That's amazing. for my mass, and I would take hydroxycut and all that bullshit for my for my cardio, my fat loss, and all that. Did it uh, make you jittery? Yes, it, I hated it. It made me feel awful. Yeah. What? What do you? I mean, that's legit drugs now. Like looking I, back, like there was what did they put in that? Like okay, speed. So- I think it was speed adjacent. Mm. I absolutely know there must have been some, well, obviously an amphetamine involved because I would become very focused. And as an ADHD psycho, like I remember being at Nordstrom's like on the cash register just killing it Uh because I was just cashiering the fuck out of everything. (laughs) Did you like working at Nordstrom? I didn't let, well, here's the thing. I was the cashier. Mm -hmm. They didn't even... They, like, made a job for me because I didn't like selling. Hmm. (laughs) So I was hired as a salesperson, but I kept giving my commissions away because I didn't really care. I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I would help people, and then... Why would you give your commissions away? It was kind of of a dirty, dirty 
job. Like these girls would just come in like sharks. Like, well, I set her up with a dressing room. So, so I'd be like, it's fine. Oh. So finally, I just went to one of them that I enjoyed that was a shark. And I said, hey, can I get paid the same but just be a cashier and then all the customers I'll send to you? <laughs> and she's like, sure. And so I was a cashier. Lots more pressure off. I just think, think, think. Oh. Well, how about that, Boo? Didn't I know. You sell? That's pretty So neat. there you go. There's a little into Katie's summer of 20-something. I forget hmm. what that was. Anyway. What's going on, Boo? Oh, my gosh, Boo. Well, I'm I'm pretty proud of you. You're proud of me? Yeah. What did I do? Hello. Somebody met the friend family of old Katie oh. Lowe Strandbingy. Look who put on pants and got out of the house. You put on pants. I haven't worn pants. When's the last time I've worn pants? Well, you went to the desert for camping. Yes, you wore, I wore pants. You then. wore camping pants. Out, other than that, I bet you it's been a year. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. can't imagine uh, a time in the last year where I would have needed to wear. Charlie, you're right, bud. Sorry, he's oh being damn very fine. annoying. Jeez. <laughs> Do we have a bone? Or yeah, something hold on. To occupy him. All right, Charlie got him a bone. He did. He sure did. So yeah, we uh, we, we were social for the first time. Uh, what? How long's it been? Okay. Well, first of all, you've never. I've never met your friends. Met this side of Katie's friend fam, mm-hmm. uh, which is amazing, guys. That's not his fault. Mm-hmm. I've been very. I didn't want to mix the worlds. Yeah, worlds collide. Worlds collide. It's mm-hmm. a weird. Thing. We were always off and on. I didn't want to, you know, introduce you to the family. And then well, we've been you run around town just willy-nilly. Run around town. That old Dave's running around town. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you put on pants. Put on pants. We exited the house on a Friday uh, Friday night, night yeah. you guys. That's big. Why is that so big? Because people are going to listen to this and be like, wow, are they okay? Oh, uh, we've definitely become institutionalized. <laughs> oh, for sure. Living but, here. Okay, parking is an issue. Mm-hmm. So you, I have anxiety immediately if I have to exit the house past 2 p.m. Then, oh, man, the traffic, mm-hmm. it's far away. Like, there was a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. There were some stakes in the game. I had no anxiety. You really didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dave... Dave was just... I got uh, secret drunk. You did. You did. I'm, I'm very good at uh, secret drunk. Secret drunk. Tell me why you got secret drunk. Well, it was there. It was a long night, mm-hmm. surrounded by people I've never met. That's true. And they were, they were all lovely, but very I was nice. still the one fish out of water. I was the only one there who didn't know anybody other than you. Oh, shit. That's true. I was the only person. It was, what, maybe 10 or 12 folks there. Yeah, small gathering I outside. Was the only one that knew only one person. Everybody else knew everybody. Oh, my so, and God. And that's fine. But <laughs> oh and, and it was outdoors. <laughs> we, were, we were kicking it in the front yard. Yeah. And uh, there was a cooler full of booze and beer. Right next to us. Right next. So I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into this. And uh, I'm, I'm real good at, like, when I want to be. Like, I, I can get hammered. And just and not make a scene, not not show my cards. Man, no, just, you really are. But I also wasn't just quiet. Like no, I, you were I, talking. I was talking. I was conversing, but uh, I was sucking down that bullet bourbon. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, you tricked me mm-hmm. until I went to the car. We were leaving. <laughs> we were leaving. I was like, "Where's Dave?" And I turn, and he's just standing by a tree. And I knew, okay, he's peeing. Yeah. Yep, he's well, peeing right now. Outside, yeah. in the front yard. Ninja pee. It wasn't quite ninja, though. It was pretty ninja. <laughs> no, I don't think you... I knew that you saw me. No one else saw me. I don't going. know, though. It was... Okay. It was pretty... It was okay. Pretty secretive. All right. Yeah. Ninja pee. Ninja pee. I loved it. No, but you did great. Yeah, it was fun. You were a good, good, good camper. Mm-hmm. Is that the words? I was, oh, a, sorry. I was a good camper. You were a good camper. I was a happy camper. <laughs> No, it was so cool though seeing you. I it just made me so happy because it was like these people I love so much, you I love so much, and it was just a merging of the loves of my life. And so wonderful. No, it was it was great for me too because in all seriousness, uh it's great to know that there are other people out there that think as highly of you as I do. That's so sweet. Yeah. 
Thanks, boo. Yeah, yeah it was, it was nice. Crew. It was nice to have people like ask about you, mm-hmm. talk to you like yeah. you were a person. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, Charlie. Jeez. Oh, I dropped my stupid bone. Well, and one of the greatest things, <laughs> you were such a good trooper, mm-hmm. and we were going to watch a movie outside. Yeah. And <laughs> before the movie started, they had this really cool projector, and it was an outdoor screen. It looked like an Instagram ad. Like, it was just this cool outdoor movie screen setup. Yeah. <laughs> and we were going to watch Singing in the Rain. Now... <laughs> Not only One did of my I, <laughs> I pulled Dave Stone out. Y'all got any black and white movies with a bunch of dancing? Oh no, it's it's in color. Oh, is it color? Yeah. Okay. Wow. But I I knew the secret, which was it was my dear friend Aaron's fortieth birthday, mm-hmm. and her husband had compiled videos, like little cameos of all of her students, best friends through college, people that she's impacted their lives. And it was a birthday video, basically. Mm-hmm. And so, but there was such a cute moment where we sat down in our chairs, we were facing the screen and you were like, what are we watching? I could kind of tell you were a little drunk. And then, <laughs> what is this? And, and you were so cute. You like whispered to me like, so are we? are we staying the whole time? And I was like, no. And then I had explained to you, no, it's not really the movie. So the movie, the title started, and then it cut to this birthday message, which was really sweet. Yeah. A little long. 42 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) 42 minutes. I timed it. It kept going, and it was amazing, and that just shows, and that wasn't even all of the people yeah. in her life, but... Just a compilation video where her husband had reached out to a bunch of her friends to like make little, alumni little birthday and, videos. Yeah. yeah, and it was so sweet, but yeah, it was 42 minutes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you were timing it. Here's another person I don't know. Yeah, that was... <laughs> and yet another person I've never seen. Wishing happy birthday to a person I just met. You know what, though? Mm-hmm. It's, it was fine. It's kind of neat because I knew a lot of those people, mm-hmm. so it's like you knew my world. Like yeah. You got to go into the Azusa world mm-hmm. and live there with me for an, an evening. Yeah. So it's kind of just like uh, Cliff's Notes of all my college years. Yeah. I love how I make it about me. It's about me. Mm-hmm. I knew all those people. No, it was really, it was special. It was great. You got secretly drunk. We counted jump rope. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was good. Somebody asked me how much money I made. No. Yeah, I won't rat it out here. But, like, yeah, I don't think they, I don't think they really meant to, to ask, but just like, well, what do you do? And I was like, well, I'm, a, I, I'm a comedian and host a podcast. You make, you make good money with a podcast or something? How much money you make or can, do you make good money with that or something? Oh, I didn't realize that. And I that. was like, well, I'm paying the rent, you know, I'm scraping by. It's fine. But I always, I always find that an odd, interesting question. Oh, I, I know who I, I oh, <laughs> uncle. <laughs> oh, he's sweet. How much money do you make, sir? He's so sweet. He came, he came up to me. He's kind of just, he's like my other dad. Mm-hmm. If my dad was loving and kind and liked me um and he was like he's like i really like him he's very kind and then he was like you guys have been together for four years you said and i was like yeah and he's like oh very very nice caters and that's what he calls me and he's like you know i want you to know something and i was just like what and he's like your dad is so wrong about you and i like almost started weeping but then I just ate cake and came outside. <laughs> like, thank you. That was yeah. a nice little party. That was just really cool. I'm just so proud of you. Yeah. Way to get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> I know that's not fun. I know that that's not a great time, but way to go. Just go in there. Hey. Meet them all, I'm going to go with the flow type of dude. You know that. Uh, so oh. what are your thoughts on the new engagement, boo? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> just... Switching topics, but we got to because, uh-huh. uh, surprise, a family member of mine is engaged. There you go. Yeah. Second time in the past three months. Really? Someone different. Oh, she, oh, this is, <laughs> she was engaged to another dude a few months ago. Yeah. Right on, man. Anyway, I got really rageful yesterday mm-hmm. and I don't know why I'm so mad about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, I just, I feel like it would have been nice to hear from the source, mm-hmm. not from my dad's neighbor via text, but at least I found out, right? What about her pattern and history of behavior uh, makes you think that anything would be done normally or the proper way coming from her? I would. I mean, why, lo- is, why is that a surprise? <laughs> Here's the thing. It's surprising because this would be a good thing, right? If if you're engaged, yay. Like when we got engaged, I want to scream it from the rooftops. Mm-hmm. This just feels very weird and secretive and I don't understand. Well, at the bare minimum, this is her fourth engagement that we know of. Wait, no, it's yeah, five, at the bare minimum. She's been married three, twice. Four, five, she got engaged to a dude a few months ago. Now she's engaged to another dude. So Maybe seventh. So, yeah, it loses okay. its luster. <laughs> That's true. Once you approach double digits in the engagement department. But, but at yeah. least she's not. Well, I did get a text that said, don't worry. We're not going to get married before you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't worry. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care about that at all. <laughs> like, I just... What are you talking uh, about, lady? It's just different communication styles slash, mm-hmm. I miss my mother. <laughs> That's what it is. Because, yeah, why would you not tell somebody? Who knows? I just, listen. I, it, was, it was not my highest self. But you know what? I do appreciate you listening to my probably 42-minute rant. Mm-hmm. Where I kept exiting the living room and yeah, coming you, back in. You were all, your feathers were ruffled. Ruffled. Mm-hmm. Ruffled, if you will. But that's okay. That's what <coughs> Charlie agrees. You all right, bud? Please, <coughs> <Jeez>, get out of here. What are you doing, bud? Get. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about that. I know. know. You're such <coughs> a like, good Person. No, it's not that I'm a good person. It's that I absolutely could not possibly care less about whatever <laughs> bullshit drama's coming from that direction. That's true. I get wrapped up in it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I do. Most of the time. Like right now that I'm talking about it. I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. So. That's all right. Hey. What else going on, Pooh? Well. Tell me something good. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. I hate when people say that because it's like, oh, am I that negative right no, now? No, just, I like hearing you get excited. <laughs> Don't what you? <laughs> Charlie. Well, we'll listen. Um, uh, okay, well, I'll address this real quick. Um, I, got a, I got a bone to pick. With me? Um, yeah. Oh, what? We had a customer service issue. You uh, you said I, I got you a nice massage gun for Christmas. <laughs> pretty pretty high dollar item, <laughs> pretty premium item. If it was if you won this on the price of right prices right, you'd be pretty happy. It's a great no. Yeah. I love it. Pretty good. Pretty I don't good. think that's. And that. then uh, you told me like a couple of weeks ago, I just broke, <laughs> and I was like, well, that's okay. I got the two year extended warranty. I never buy. Uh, protection plans or warranties with with my stuff, but anytime I buy someone like a, a gift, like and if it's there, I'll spend another eighteen bucks for the warranty. Oh, that's nice. Of so you. yeah, I had the warranty, so I, I, I started email correspondence with uh, Thera Drill, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, hey, I, here's my order number. Here's the day I purchased. It doesn't work anymore. Won't, won't hold a charge. Which, okay, and in response, they should have automatically sent you a new one. Automatically, here you go, warranty person. Thank you for reaching out. Well, I, you know, <laughs> I'm never one to defend a big massage gun, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know if just, so if you work there, yeah, you would just send a new one. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, well, because they, that's customer service, and they, that's here you go. They asked me, they were, <laughs> excuse me, they say, uh, can, can you send us a video of it not working? <coughs> Pardon me. And I said, um, okay, yeah, I've never been asked to do that, but sure, why not? And I get it. Like, hey, show us what you're talking about. They, In the world we live in now, they know that 99% of people reaching out to them has probably got a phone, uh, a camera on their phone. So they were like, uh, can you send us a video of it not working? I was like, sure. And I, I set it all up. 
and plugged it up and got the video, and I was <laughs> even a little smug about it. I was like, see, here it is, plugged into the wall, the thing, the adapter's plugged into the gun, and the gun's not working. <laughs> Look at that, red light, no green light. It's gl- glowing red, not glowing green. We'll hold a charge. And they were like, yeah, it looks like uh, that's not our charger. Looks like you're charging it on a charger that we didn't send with the drill. And I was like, what? And then you were like, huh? And then uh, sure enough, uh, you had the wrong charger the whole time. And uh, we found the right charger and it worked perfectly. Okay. So you so made, made me look like a real turd. To who? Uh, you know, Judd at the Thermo Factory shop? Judd's a real person. I know he is. I'm not saying he isn't. But Judd was asking you for evidence, sir. And usually, I'm sorry, did you commit a crime? No. They should, they're little blotchy, botchy thermogun. You know what? That should plug into anywhere. That should plug into. It's their fault you put in the wrong <laughs> adapter. <laughs> it. Looked like an adapter, mm-hmm. sounded like an adapter, mm-hmm. fit the whole boom <laughs> adapter. Hmm. No, you're correct. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> when you if you if you're fighting your own battles, you stick your feet all the way in your mouth and have fun. But when you're like, hey, here's a problem, I need you to <laughs> fix it, and I'm like, all right, I'll fix it. And then they're like, Yeah, you're not. You're not, you don't have the right. That's operator error, buddy. And I was like, oh, damn it. I felt like a real turd. But in what world? Mm-hmm. You had to not send one, but you had to send two videos. It wasn't just one. It was two. That, to me, is a little bit creepy. Well, like, the first video, I didn't show the actual adapter. I just showed that it was plugged up. Mm-hmm. And then even when you could just, they could see just the tip of the, of the <laughs> plug-in, they were mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't. Can you send us a video of the act of the whole adapter plugged into the wall? I don't think that's our adapter. And I was like, "Fucking sure, man, I'll do it." It's not working. And they're like, "Yeah, that's that's not our adapter." So, what do you want us to do? <laughs> and I couldn't explain to him that, like, well, was my fiance <laughs> got overzealous. You know, details are not my strong suit, and Correct. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Also. You're correct. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I made you look stupid. Yeah, look like an idiot. Having said that, I find it abhorrent that you have to send videos nowadays. You know why you have to, to- send videos in that scenario? <laughs> because some goofballs will take their hedge trimmer adapter <laughs> and stick it in their Thera drill Here's and then the- complain <laughs> that it doesn't work. That's why they make you send in a video, boom. You goober. <laughs> I I stand behind customer service in this country. I think we all just need to trust each other. And look. I don't know what the hell you're talking I, about. I would have gladly sent that back. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, I think the video was too much. Mm-hmm. Picture, sure. Send a picture. Video. Video is too much. Yeah. Too big of a file. (laughs) Dropboxing. It's a lot. What else is going on? Uh, Boo. Listen, I am buzzing Mm -hmm. and scooting Mm -hmm. and tooting. Boot scooting boots. Oh. Here we go. Do-si-do. 90s country, baby. Come on, baby. Little light my fire. Wait, that's the doors. Yeah, that's oh. neither 90s nor country. Okay, uh-huh. that's true. It is a song, so you got close. <laughs> no, but you've been, I, I really want to share how awesome you've been lately, because I know I haven't been, you know, guys, I've been a little hard to live with. Uh, what do you mean? I just feel like I'm, you know, I'm a little a little bit low oh. lately, and I, well, I'm sorry. It's, it's a tough month for you. No, I get it, but it's not, you know, thank you. Mm-hmm. And, uh... When I get low, guys, I like to watch dark movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not light, fun, to put you in a good mood. No, let's let's meet me here and go lower. Uh-huh. So thank you. Uh, the other night, you chose five beautiful movies mm-hmm. that I rejected, all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we watched a hell of a film, which was very dark and sad, but holy shit, thank you. One of the best movies I've seen in a while. It was so good. Guys, August Osage County, mm-hmm. get into it. Get into it. We got the Meryl Streep 
We got the Julia Roberts. We got Sam Shepard. We got... Margot Martindale. Oh, I love her. I love her. She's great. Uh, she was in uh, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She was... Uh, I wrote a pilot a few years ago, and I, I wrote a part, a main character with her in mind. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. She's just wondrous. Yeah, she's great. So uh, it's a family drama. You don't know who we're talking about. Uh, the mom from uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Yes. And also... You're only 14 years old. <laughs> she's just perfect. I forget what else. She's in a bunch of stuff, guys. Yeah, she's great. Um, but yeah, that movie was phenomenal. I, I like those type of... Uh, first of all, I'm a, I'm a sucker for any Southern-based movie. I love a good set in Oklahoma. Yeah. So I love a good, you know, southern set movie. I knew that would be a get for you. Except for (laughs) they had two uh, European actors trying to do southern accents. Ewan McGregor, who I used to not care for, but now I like because of uh, Fargo season three. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good actor, can't do the southern accent, and then... Uh, Buttercup, Bunderpatch, whatever his name is. Oh, Benedict yeah, he's, Cumberbatch. He's British, I believe, and he's doing a pretty. Was uh, it bad? Pretty phoned in. See, uh, I yeah. don't, I don't know. I don't. I didn't think it was that bad. Who was the best accent you thought? Who was like Julia Roberts? Oh yeah, she's from Smyrna, Georgia, so it's an authentic Georgia accent. How was Meryl? Meryl's Meryl's was good. Yeah, she's pretty good. Uh, I love Sam Shepard, Chris Cooper. Like everybody in that movie was amazing. Yeah, it, it was. It was so good. Oh, man, it's based on a Pulitzer Prize winning, is that Pulitzer? Pulitzer. Tomato, tomato. Whatever. A nice old award Uh for a play. It's based on a play, and it was just, oh, guys, get into it. Dark family drama. Yeah, not a new movie. I'm sure, you know, it's been out for like five or six years. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Boy, that was good. A real delight. What else did we get into? It's free on Netflix, guys. Oh, we watched, again, Ingrid Goes West. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, Aubrey Plaza. It's a good movie. It's Instagram in a movie. Mm Mm-hmm. A real... It's kind of depressing. Is it depressing? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little... Dark. Not dark, but just, you know, that girl, just... Aubrey Plaza's character, just so desperate for some sort of joy in her life. Some sort of friend. I mean, maybe she's codependent and her mom passed away. Maybe she's looking for a friend. It's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> no, but as I was rewatching these movies, I'm like, I wonder why I like these so much. Okay, August Osage County, three sisters mm-hmm. <laughs> come together uh, for there was a family tragedy. So any sister movies, I'm in, but especially three, you know, because I come from a three sister family. Yeah. Um and then also Ingrid goes west there she was taking care of her mama and there was that. So it's just funny to be like, "Oh right, I see myself in these movies." <laughs> huh. But I just there's comfort in that. I think that's why I like dark stuff cuz I'm like, "Oh, me too." Not with everything. I'm not a victim and stuff, but it just is nice to not feel so uh alone. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. So, yeah. that's It was a real treat. I watched a good movie. What'd you watch? Escape from Los Angeles. Ooh. Or Escape from <laughs> L.A. <laughs> Why don't you? Who? Oh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, 1996. Okay. sequel to the 1981 Escape from New York. Ooh. And, which oh, it's I, a sequel? Yeah, it's a sequel to that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know yeah, that. Part of that, I guess, I don't know if two movies warrants a franchise, but yeah, it's a sequel to Escape from New York and uh, similar plot Different location. <laughs> What's the plot? It's the title. He has to escape. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I can't believe I've never seen this. But uh, oh man, they uh, so Kurt Russell. Uh, there's it's it was ugh. 1996. It was made, uh-huh. but it's set in 2013, Ooh. Los Angeles in the mm-hmm. future, and uh, America's kind of um, it, it's chaos. You know, not unlike what we've seen in the last couple of years. And a uh, huge earthquake has uh, ripped Los Angeles off of the uh, West Coast. Ooh. So now uh, all of L.A. is its own little island that's drifted off the coast a little bit. And uh, that's where this dystopian America sends all their uh, prisoners and undesirables. Like, oh, y'all just go, 
I'll just go occupy that that cesspool of Los Angeles. And Kurt Russell, uh, he's a he's an ex gunfighter. Uh, <laughs> I made this observation: a very similar backstory to his character there uh, as he had in White Earp. He's a he's a former gunfighter who's now uh, been hired for a mission, you know, to go to go clean up. So, yeah. Some some stuff and uh, oh good and he's a former gun. I don't know what they necessarily mean by he's a former gunfighter, but uh, also they they, <laughs> they allude that he's got some uh, criminal history and some pending charges. And uh, the president, who looks just like a uh, late era Johnny Cash, oh, uh, is like, hey, if you uh, oh his daughter, the president's daughter's missing or something. It's like you go get my daughter and we'll drop all these charges. But in the meantime, we're gonna inf- they've infected him with a virus. Uh, that will kill him in about seven hours. Uh, but they they have the antidote, uh, uh, anecdote, <laughs> and uh, they're like, you, you go get my daughter and come back within seven hours, and we'll give you this antidote, and, and uh, you, you won't die. And uh, so they got him all dressed up in, like, kind of superhero gear. He's wearing, like, uh, black leather pants and jack boots and, like, a leather duster. And, uh, oh, and then the, he runs into a series of challenges like physical challenges along the way where he has to play a basketball game or else he's going to get shot by a firing squad so it's fun to see kurt russell hooping it up uh in some outdoor hoops yeah he's playing a little basketball with himself like he has to score x amount of points and x amount of minutes or else they're gonna kill him so he he's playing basketball he's hang gliding Oh, I didn't see the hang gliding oh, part. Hang I was gliding. in and out of this he's cinematic He's one-man submarine. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, I think there was, oh, there were motorcycles involved, car chases. Oh, it was just. It had a, a it Mad was, Max feel. Yeah, like kind of a Mad Max, but intentionally corny. Uh, yeah, it was just, just a fun romp. Oh, Escape from that. L.A. Yeah. I feel like that's your version of, uh. My thrillers, yeah. Like you like like how I like '90s thrillers. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're you like '90s action, yeah. Like I feel the cliffhanger, yeah. Uh, the yeah, blob, I cliffhanger this week. You know, yeah. yeah. Sylvester Stallone. I mean, these are these are some top notch yeah. movies. I, I like the good stuff, you know. I like I like high art. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love the lines. I would just catch random lines where. Kurt Russell had Batman voice, so it was a lot yeah, like this, yeah. a lot of whisper talking, uh, which I love. Yeah. But the writer clearly hates L.A. Yeah. with all of his heart, and he's like, it's just, it's hell. Mm-hmm. Basically, L.A. is hell. Poor writer, but he, he wrote a movie about it, so, and I guess, you know, New York he hates as well. L.A. will do that to you. He just had to escape it, mm-hmm. which I get. Hell yeah. Uh, this is Stonebergs, by the way. Hi! I'm Dave. I'm Katie. We are the Stonebergs. Well, you didn't say your last name. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm Dave, she's Katie. Get it? Stoneberg. 562-548-2012. In that order. Because those are the numbers, but you got to put them in that order, or you're going to get somebody else. It's so true. And then we can't help you. I mean, that's factual. We can't do none for you if you dial the wrong number. Can't, so. but we try. Mm-hmm. We'll try. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and put us uh, in your phone if you haven't already. Create a new contact. We're here for you. We're here. We're here for you. Oh, we love all the calls. We love the drunk dials. We love the, the questions, the comments, mm-hmm. the concerns. Yeah. Come on. Charlie, what, what are you doing, bud? Upset. What are you doing? He's... Why, don't you, why don't you do your show? Yeah. Oh. Why don't you answer a call? Yeah. Oh, yeah, good point. Calls there. Good point, Charlie. Let's 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 get into calls. Babe. My fault. You don't know how to do a podcast, okay. Charlie. Charlie, take it easy, but nice. He's been uh, real mean. Let's take his advice and handle some calls. What do we got? What do we got? All right. I left a long rambling message. Uh, first time, second time. Joel from Austin, uh, currently in Washington. Um, so my my estranged wife came out to me as gay. Uh, I am currently hiding away in Washington state. Uh, but I have also used dating apps to kind of get back out there because our relationship was dead way before it was dead clinically. Um, so the real question is like, how soon is too soon? Like, I mean, I know that's an objective thing, but it's also one of those things that I worry about. Uh, should I worry about it? Should I not? I don't know. Um, 
Love the show. I'll hang up and listen. Hang up, Joel. Joel. No, no go ahead. Hang up. You got to hang up. Hang up the phone. Oh, uh, man. It's like when I talk to my mom, she, she used to not know how to hang up. I hate when people don't hang up when you're ending a call because I, I count on that. Mm-hmm. Because it's, no, just hang up. I'm driving. Yeah. It's hard to find the thing. Mm-hmm. Just hang up. Yeah. But, yeah, my dad won't hang up ever. <laughs> Joel from Austin. And um, now Tacoma. Now he Tacoma. In Tacoma. Um, I, I don't know if I ever told you this. Uh, my ex-girlfriend, who I was with for nine years, uh, I don't know this as a fact, but this reminded me, Joel's call reminded me, pretty sure she was gay. And, and never, never really addressed it. I just, Interesting. I always felt like, and not to, you know, hey, no, I'm not shaming her, or whatever. And I, 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 I don't keep in touch with her, obviously. So I'm curious if she ever acted on that. But just because you know you're with somebody for nine years, you, you kind of get to know them. And uh, yeah, I just, I was like, hmm, just little things, just little. What were the little what, tells. what were the tells? I don't know how to. I mean, I, I don't want to go into it because then it sounds like I'm being judgmental. Oh, you're right. I'm you know? sorry. Yeah. I, I don't. Ju- I don't. I don't want to paint her behavior characteristics as negative. But just I mean, imagine you just you know imagine what behavior or, or what tells someone could give off where you might go, huh? Interesting. Yeah, it was a lot of that. Just just nine years of little bitty like where I was like, hmm. Did she have a very very good female best friend that she would see often at she, night? <laughs> She had a couple throughout the years. Okay. But I never suspected that, per se. I never suspected that she was acting on it, you know, with someone else or anything. It was just just little things where I was like, huh. You know, I mean, yeah, I I don't want to describe it because it then would sound like negative. But, like, just some kind of standard stereotypical characteristics to where you're like, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And that's neither here nor there. Yeah. It's just a fact. So... But so yeah. you don't know if she's with a man or a woman right no now? No idea. Okay. No, no, we haven't kept in touch at all in years. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, that just, just now reminded me of that. And, and, but, uh, yeah, that, that's got to be tough to be with someone. Uh, and, and, like, all judgment aside mm-hmm. or all PC or non-PC aside, just in terms the context of a one-on-one relationship. Well, and he said 14, year, 14 years, he said, he 14? they were married. Yeah. They were married... For was it, 14 Was years. it 14 or 12? I... Not that it matters. I don't... Yeah. Honestly, I, I have 14 in my notes. He called before and said 12. It yeah. doesn't matter. Anyway, let's not... Are you gay? No. Oh, okay. oh. I know. My family thought that for a very <laughs> long time. My family thought I was gay. Yeah. They wouldn't admit really? it. Really? My mom used to joke, like... Like, yeah, people think you're gay because you don't have a girlfriend. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know what people think. Did she? Did, but you told her you dated. I mean, you were dating. It wasn't. Oh, of course. No. The, by the way, these questions and, and speculation came when I was like 35 <laughs> after years <laughs> of dating women. But just because I went through a, a little gap there, kind of when I started comedy, after the girl I was just talking about, and kind of before, yeah, the, the time between the last girl and you, uh, I was I would say I was married to comedy. Yeah. I don't have time for a girlfriend. But Aww. a few years of that, and then, but my mom would like, she would joke about it, and then one time I like lost my temper. I was like, do you fucking think I'm gay? Just say it. Not is, that there's it, anything wrong yeah, with it. Yeah, exactly. That. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with it. But, like, I, I got so annoyed with, the, like, the little bitty joke. And, like, what am I doing? What, what about me makes you think that other than I don't have kids or a wife? Right. You know, am I acting? You, am I acting gay? Again, not who, what does that even mean? Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm reluctant to, to dig deep on this because it sounds like I'm passing judgment on those who are yeah. gay. Uh, and I'm definitely not doing that. But, yeah, anyway. That's neither here nor there. But, yeah, I, I, I used to remember being like, what What are you talking about? No. Well, I was a, and and this is a term, um, I'm not sure, but I, I dated a lot of gay men. Uh-huh. <laughs> not dated. It was more just I felt so comfortable immediately with gay men mm-hmm. for so long. I've talked about this before. And straight men, I would just shut down because... Mm-hmm. Daddy issues. Um, I'm co- very comfortable around lesbians. Yeah. I'm very, because co- it's just, it's refreshing 
to be around someone of the opposite sex where there's in neither direction is there a whiff of attraction or sexual tension like right. oh you know so I, I get along great with lesbians yeah mm-hmm. no i i understand but you also get along with straight women mm-hmm. you also get along with you're you're a cool kid you get along with everyone you don't have any <laughs> shutdown moments <laughs> what do you mean shut down where, moments? where i just fold like a stack of cards is that the house of cards house of cards mm-hmm. R.I.P. A stack doesn't fold. Stack if they're bent. Strong. Listen, it's neither here nor there, boo. It's neither here nor there. Anyway. Let's get to Joel's question. Let's get to Joel's question. But yes, I dated a lot of gay men. Uh, I mean, it was great. It was just Bravo TV and, you know, friendship. Joel, your wife came out as gay. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in this situation, in this context... You don't have to wait at all. Not even a little bit. I don't think you have to. No. You, do you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, in any other context, maybe, you know? Like, but in this context, she's coming out and saying, listen, I'm no longer attracted to you or men in general. Mm-hmm. I'm gay. I probably have been, but I'm just now coming out with it and realizing it. And mm-hmm. now I'm going to act upon that. Hey, unfortunate for me, I'm, I'm talking as Joel, since I was your husband for 12 to 14 years. That being said, whose feelings are going to get hurt if he immediately just moves on with his life in that regard? I'm not, I don't know what their deal is now. I'm not saying move on and never talk to her again. You know, if you can remain civil and friendly with an ex, uh, especially a, a, an ex-wife, uh, more power to you. But I think he should have zero hesitation or zero guilt in terms of moving on in that regard. I get that. I also get uh, it was a marriage. I understand, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, I don't know if there were signs, but, or you kind of knew Joel in the back of your head. I'm not sure. Um, But yeah, that's, that's kind of a tough pill to swallow. I'm assuming, um, and this is just me blanket stating (laughs) what straight men feel, but it's got to be a blow to the ego in a way. Is hmm. it? Would you say that? Or is it kind of like, oh, the best way to break up with someone is this? I mean, that's kind of best case scenario. See, I don't think it's a blow to the ego at all. A blow to the ego would be I'm leaving you for another dude. Be like, oh, right. Well, I'm like in love dudes. with somebody else. You like yeah. dudes. You just don't like me anymore. You know, for whatever reason, I'm not fulfilling that's your true. needs. That's true. Uh, That's me being, yeah. But when you talk about like, oh, it's, I mean, who knows what the deal is, but I'm saying uh, in theory, it could be like, oh, so you have no problem with me. It's just you finally realize you're playing on the wrong team and you got to go play on the right team now. Okay, more power to you. Uh, but I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be a blow to my ego if, if someone said that to me. Well, that's because you have self-esteem. I would, if you left me for a man. Mm-hmm. I would still be heartbroken because it's like, oh, my God. This is Daryl. Yeah. I mean, Daryl. He's my boy. Yeah. I would still be jealous of Daryl. Mm-hmm. I would still be kind of pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I would not wait. I would go into the dating game, just dive in. Yeah. Well, you know, mourn that loss. It is a loss. Divorce is like a death, like anything. I know that's overdramatic, but I really think that's true. And... It's like, okay, what did I learn from this? And there was something Joel was getting out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you there was no accident. You chose this partner. Mm-hmm. Why? You know, uh, what is it that you were getting out of this? I don't know. It's just nice to kind of look back and learn what this relationship brought out of you and to kind of move on. Mm-hmm. So I understand the, like, waiting in a way, but... It truly is a good deflection tactic to just start, not deflection, but, you know, it's almost like cognitive behavioral therapy. It's like, okay, think about something else, not to replace this relationship or person, but to kind of, okay, let me learn how to date again. Like you're just, this sounds awful, but I tell this to friends that are ladies or gentlemen, you're trying people on. Mm -hmm. You're, okay, this is what I want in a relationship. Mm -hmm. This is not, let me get to know this person. Is it worth my time? Am I even there? Uh, 
I my suggestion is just to be upfront, especially with people on apps. And you know, even if you're just, hey, I'm I'm looking for something casual, here's my deal. As long as you're upfront and honest, mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel yeah, date away. Why does he even have to be upfront and honest if she's breaking it off? I think well, in any dating relationship, just have your cards show them because oh oh i'm i'm, I'm talk- sorry i was thinking upfront and honest with his now ex oh no 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 yeah, i'm sorry no he didn't have no no, no. To. don't okay, say gotcha. anything to her no yeah It'd be upfront and honest with the new people you're dating gotcha yeah. um take the whole gay angle out of this i feel like the breakee or the person who gets broken up with mm-hmm. i feel i mean i know you pro- it's probably best for yourself to maybe take a little time or whatever but in terms of What's socially or ethically or morally correct? If you break up with me, yeah, then I'm free to date tonight, right? Like I always get annoyed at the breaker. Like I've made this point before. I've dated several women who, you know, a week after we broke up, or or week after to, for to add to my point, a week after they broke up with me, they're seeing somebody new, and it's like really. You're already jumping to a new guy. But a what's week the later. difference with this then? Well, because he has no obligation. He's the one that got broken up with. He's like, hey, I was fine with all this until last night, and you dumped me. So for me, to, if it right. if it helps me move on, I'm going to date immediately. I just feel like the person who's doing the breaking. I just feel like it's 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 ethical to just maybe wait a little while. So how long would you wait if you were the breaker? I mean, it depends on, I'm sure. Like in this situation. I'm sure there's an equation in terms of uh, how long you were together, you know. Well, they always say. Okay, in this situation. Yeah. Well, this one's different because, again, she's not moving on to another dude. It's a whole different ballgame. But that being said, like. My point at his question is how long should I wait to start dating? Like fucking tonight if you want. Yeah. Like I there should be that. no hesitation, no guilt, no whatever. The breaker maybe should have a little hesitation and guilt, you know, maybe give it a little time, whatever that is, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, whatever. But uh, if you're on the losing end of the of the negotiation, then move on with your life immediately if that's what you need to do. I completely get it. However, I think the breaker it is all circumstantial. Mm-hmm. If the breaker actually thoughtfully thought through this, there's not another person, mm-hmm. and they're like, look, we're just not a match. This isn't working for me, blah, blah, blah. I think they are more than free to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because if they, if it's just like, F you, and yeah. you know what I mean? I understand that. You're immediately just going from tree to tree, like branch to branch. Um, but yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's suspicious when the breaker moves on immediately because then it's like, oh, did you this... You were shopping, did, right? Yes, did this... Rela- How convenient that this new relationship started immediately after our relationship. Yeah, you're right. It's okay. always suspicious that maybe they were, had something going you know, before the end of the previous relationship. What if they're honest about that? What if they're like, hey, I'm interested in somebody else? I mean, I know that's shitty, but is that... A better way to go about it. I'm asking I mean, for a friend. At the end of the kidding. day, it doesn't matter because <laughs> our relationship's over now anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right. You know, but I'm just saying, big picture, it's always because that's happened to me. That the girl I was just talking about so didn't start dating a girl, but she started dating a dude like a week after we broke up, and I was like, yeah, I'm sure this is a, a fresh, organic relationship. Yeah. Like I, it was, it was a work dude, and I was like, yeah, you've been. If not acting on it emotionally or mentally, you've been there yeah, I get for that. a while before we pulled uh, the plug. Yeah, and that's so hurtful. If you left me for somebody, yeah, I would be like, you better fucking wait. <laughs> I would be so hurt. So, yeah, I see your point. Well, Joel, I I think get out there. Yeah. Have some fun. Yeah, I wouldn't. Get those green boots light. and knocking. Green light, buddy. But be nice to ladies or I'll hurt you. Okay. All right, Joel. Good luck, buddy. Um, But, yeah, I wouldn't hesitate at all. 
No. Get out there, Joel. We're proud of you. Let us know how your dating journey is. You know what? Maybe he could get back at her and he could start dating a dude. Do it. I know plenty, Joel. I know you're in Washington, but, you know, FaceTime, fun. Gay for spite. Yes. Do it. <laughs> no, that's terrible. Okay. Terrible that's uh, Don't. advice. Okay. But no, yeah, I wouldn't hesitate, man. Uh, it sucks, but he's not obligated to, no. uh, to do anything for anyone. Do your thing, move baby bean. Move on with your life, buddy. Hold it down there in Austin, Texas, home of Franklin Barbecue. La Ooh. Barbecue is, is great, too. La? La Barbecue. Just L.A. L.A. La Barbecue. Huh. It's fucking great. What a great title. Yeah. Okay. Almost just as good as Franklin and uh, not nearly as long of a wait. So So there you go. I'm sure he already knows all that. Of course he does. All right. Let's uh, let's go ahead and grab one more real quick, shall we? What's up, Katie and Dave? Hey, it's Clancy from Texas. Um, just want to say thank you. You know, some you know you say. Uh, I really appreciate the podcast. It's brought me some good times through all this not-so-fun past year. Uh, but my question for you all today is, Dave, I know you love Joshua Tree, and I can't wait to go visit, but I'm moving to Northern California, Sacramento, which I know is hella far away from Los Angeles, but what hiking recommendations do y'all have in, you know, like more Northern California, Oregon, or just like, hey, if it's worth the drive, I'll make the drive. Uh, thanks for everything, y'all, and, you know, have a good day. And also, um, P.S., I just, I have to say this because it's exciting, um, I'm currently at my sister Katie's house, house and pet sitting for her because she's having a baby, which like, no thanks, but good for her. Mazel tov. Have a great day, y'all. Bye. Clancy. That's oh funny. Oh, my gosh. Clancy, we're sisters, like, adjacent. <laughs> no, I, oh, no and happy thanks. baby. I love you, no Clancy. No thanks, but good no for her. No thanks. Ooh. Clancy, you trying to do some hiking in Northern California? Um, Man, that, this is pretty simple. Uh, Humboldt County. Ooh. I don't know how familiar you are with uh, the Emerald Triangle up there. Uh, was it Humboldt County, Mendocino County, and there's some other county right there. Uh, they call it the Emerald Triangle. Uh, basically, Emerald Triangle. Uh, that area is uh, that's that's pot country. The oh, okay. the best pot uh, apparently in the world is grown right there. Really? In that little patch in northern california uh, a couple hours north of san francisco um if you need uh towns and cities as a as a point of reference eureka um is it what's is arcadia out in inland empire is that there's an arcada and an arcadia and i get them confused arcadia is near yes that's okay inland so arcada arcada is just north of uh eureka mm-hmm. um Right there in, in Humboldt County, Mendocino County, right there, kind of on the line. Um, just some of the most beautiful area I have ever been to in my life. Oh. I spent a lot of time up there. I've, I've done shows up there for years. I've gone camping up there. Uh, it's also Sasquatch country. Um, I don't Ooh. know, uh, Clancy, I don't know if you listen to the Boogie Monster. Uh, I, I don't want to be presumptuous. Uh, it's fine if you don't. But we did, uh, a couple weeks ago, we did an episode about that that new doc that I was watching, Boo, on Hulu, just oh, called Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Yeah. Had absolutely jack shit to do with Sasquatch, basically. <laughs> just a, basically a true crime oh. whodunit. But uh, one of the theories was, maybe Sasquatch did it. Hmm. Um, kind of pissed me off that I got all excited to watch a Sasquatch documentary. Are you going to be okay? Fair little Sasquatch. Okay. But that's the area uh, that they were talking about in that show. A uh, lot of Squatch up there. Oh. Really? And a lot of good hiking, a lot of good camping. It's basically the Redwood Forest. Hmm. Uh, the Redwoods. You ever been to the, you seen any Redwoods up close? Okay, I was in a relationship once and I got in a huge fight because I was uh, under the influence of alcohol. And I got left in the car in the Redwood National Park parking lot. I don't remember it. Wow. And yeah, that was so, that person got to have fun. He, <laughs> he had a good time. I'm sure he walked off his rage. Um, I don't know any uh, hiking trails specifically, but I'm a, I mean, there are obviously a lot up there. Yeah. And the other reason I love that area is you got the Redwood Forest. You got the pot, you got the squatches, you got the dense, dense, dense forest, but it's also right there on the coast. Oh, that's wonderful. Whenever a forest can meet the ocean, that is just insane. Like Big Sur. I was about to say Big Sur. Yeah, all up and down 
the California coast uh, until you get to Southern California, then the forest, you know, move a little further out. But like, especially up there, you could be oh, in man. the middle of the redwood forest and then hike a mile to your west and boom, you're in the ocean. I have a question, mm-hmm. and I should know this. I don't. Is Humboldt near Big Sur at all? Or no. okay, no. yep. Big Sur's middle middle area of the state. It's coast. It's on the coast, but in terms of north south, it's it's around the middle, where Humboldt's uh, extreme north. Okay. Yeah. Copy that, and whoops. And uh, all that area leading <laughs> all the way up into Oregon. The Oregon coast is gorgeous. The Oregon coast is beautiful. I camped on the beach a couple of years that. ago. Spent two nights. Lit, my tent was in sand. Yeah. I was 100 yards from the water, and I was camping. I remember. Um, yes, yeah, southern. You sent me pictures. Southern Oregon and northern Florida, <laughs> uh, Florida, California, uh, just absolutely gorgeous. I oh, mean, it's man. it's one of my favorite places in the world. I've just never. I I told this story on Boogie Monster, but I spent a week uh, working on a pot farm in Humboldt County. Oh my uh, gosh! Back in uh, it was during the World Series of 2016. Me and James Fritz went up there. Aw, Fritz. Uh, spent a week trimming. It was uh, trimming season, harvest season. So we just spent a week hanging out trimming, trimming bud, and you got paid by the pound. So you know you try to work real quick. Um, but it was beautiful, just pot farm. That's uh, so awesome. Big creek, big river. Eh, not maybe a river, but a big creek running right through the property. And mm. every morning, and it was very secluded, very isolated, as a lot of the pot stuff is. You know, it's all kind of backwoodsy. They don't want people finding it. Um, but every morning, we 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 could start whenever we wanted. You know, because it's like I said, you get paid by the pound, so you can work five hours a day and make a little money, or you can work twelve hours a day and make a lot of money. But every morning, I would start around eight, uh, but around seven, I'd get up and I uh, I don't drink coffee or anything, but I would just go mm. and uh, sit uh, mm. on this picnic table that overlooked that big creek. And it was just so peaceful and so calming. I mean, you're just literally in the middle of a forest. Oh, that's awesome. And I would just sit there and uh, kind of not meditate, but about 30 minutes every morning, I would just sit there and just really take it all in and uh, just pray that I would see a Sasquatch. Because, like, where I was sitting uh, on this picnic table, like, my, my point of view, my vantage point was I could see for, like, a quarter mile in every direction. And squatch are often seen near bodies of water. And I would just sit there and stare at the creek and think, dear Lord, is this the day I see a Sasquatch? Oh, I because know you're going to see one. That was I the know place. It. That was the place. If I was going to see them, I, w- I would have seen no, one there. You would have. And it would have been magical. But yeah, uh, Clancy, I'm rambling. But uh, do a little research. Figure out uh, some hiking trails up there. Humboldt County, Eureka, Arcata. Um, a lot of little weird towns up there. And now be careful. As much as I love it, there are some weirdos up there. Oh. I mean, yeah, it's, there's just that that area attracts, the, you know, the pot industry, even though it's legit now, most of it, it still attracts. It's a very um, transient area. Uh, the, a lot of people just go up there during harvest season to get work. So, Oh, isn't there a documentary about yeah, it? Yeah, there's, there's a documentary called Murder Mountain. <laughs> Clancy, go to Murder Mountain. You're uh, welcome. And that Sasquatch documentary, I mean, it's good. I'm not saying it's a bad documentary. It's worth watching. Just don't get your hopes up about Sasquatch content. Right. Um, but, yeah, so that being said, it's beautiful, but you got to be a little careful because there's there's some weird folks up there. There's some great folks up there, too. I know a lot of folks up there. But there, that area, any any secluded area, especially geographically on the fringes, yeah. you know, where you're kind of – you're as far west as you can go there, you're getting kind of as far north as you can go for the most part in terms of staying in America. I mean, you got Oregon and Washington, Washington above you, but any area that, like, that's why Florida is so weird. It's just out there in the lower southeast corner and the Pacific Northwest can be weird for the same reason, you know. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I just love it. So that's a place I could see retiring to. Like, oh, I could man. totally live up in Northern California. Of course. You can live on top of a mountain mm-hmm. yeah. and be just fine alone. We're moving to Murder <laughs> Mountain for our golden years. Oh, man. But uh, good luck, Clancy. Yeah, have so yeah. much fun. Sounds like a fun trip. Yeah, then uh, whenever you get a chance, come on down to Joshua Tree. Totally different geographically. Yeah, but You know, you're, you're going from the forest to the desert, but uh, equally as beautiful and got uh, it's got its own... 
charm uh, there. But yeah, um, if you're looking for somewhere in Northern California, man, that that's the place. It's so fun. Yeah, stay stay over there near the coast, uh, Northern Inland California. It's kind of not so Redding. You know, oh, I knew a, a friend of mine from Reading. Reading, you know, Fresno. Uh, where's that? Where's Not that? bad though. I mean, there's probably some nice. Oh yeah, pockets. I, I'm sure there's some good stuff. But, but yeah, but in terms of like geographic beauty, get on over to the coast. Oh my and, gosh! And seriously, like, I'm I, I'm sure there are places similar to it, but I've never been to a place where the forest meets the ocean. Oh, just think about that. That's amazing. The forest and the ocean. And the beautiful cliffs. And, yeah. oh, oh, man. Get over there, Clancy. Just don't die. Just gorgeous. Um, <laughs> all right. Cool. Uh, we should probably land this plane, boo-boo. Okay. We're landing. Everyone any, put their seatbelts on. Any uh, word of mouth this week? Yes. What do you got? Okay. Guys, I have. Oh, hey, ladies. Get excited. Picnic. Mm-hmm. P-I-K space N-I-K. It is an oat and collagen creamer. Okay, Okay, stay with me, guys. We all know I'm I'm on my skin game again, Mm -hmm. okay? Collagen, just having a supplement every day of it, Mm -hmm. dude. I mean, I I feel like a million bucks. This stuff is, okay, I understand oat milk. Uh Okay, I know I sound like a little bougie. Bougie baby, okay? I understand oat milk. <laughs> it's the whitest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. That and taking... To say it with authority, too. Like, listen, asshole. No, 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 no. I, I understand. No, I understand if you're judging me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay? So I under, I forget certain <laughs> endings and beginnings. But it is great. I would suggest it to all listeners that are needing to spruce up uh-huh. their beautiful faces. And you know what? It doesn't suck. It doesn't taste awful. And it doesn't, like, clump. A lot of non-dairy creamers, they, they, get, they look like it went spoiled. Okay. Or maybe they are. Maybe I should look at the day. Anyway, get Picnic. Have a time. Add some sugar or Splenda and just sip away to beauty, everybody. Any word of mouth? For you, boo. From you. Not really. Yeah. Nothing. What? I have one more. Okay. Guys, can we all watch Straw Dogs and let me know what you think? Yeah. This movie has haunted me. <laughs> it got like 46% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's it's a remake, and I I can't figure out if I like it or hate it, if it was good or bad. Huh. And I, I don't know. I, maybe I'll have you watch it this week okay. as homework. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> I'm leaving you, baby. All right, you're leaving this week. Dad duty. Oh, man. Duty, duty, dad duty. And I'm taking it as an opportunity to grow and learn about him, everybody. Said my therapist. <laughs> All right, boo, plug it up. Boo, where can we find you on Instagram? The letter K, the letter T, L-O-W, Strandberg, B-E-R-G. Okay. KT Low Strandberg. KT Low Strandberg. And you can find me on TikTok at KT Low Strandberg. Stram- what? Minus the G on that. What happened there? Uh, was there you- was there already a KT Low Strandberg? No. No? No, there was just too many letters. Hmm. <laughs> Woo! All right. You are a silly goose, boo-boo. Well, you're on Cameo. Everyone requests Dave. To, he'll yell at you. Yeah, I just did one this morning where I got to roast a guy. <laughs> I was, called him a pumpkin pie haircutted freak. At the end of it, I was like, that seemed aggressive. <laughs> no, that's what they wanted. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on Cameo, you fucking idiots. Wow. Give, book me. Uh, <laughs> no, no I, I, can, I can do nice ones as well, but I can also roast and, and be a prick if that's what you want. Hey, you're the boss. You book me. You tell me what you want me to do. If you want him to do a Tony Soprano impression. I can't do it, Tony. Oh, that'd be great. Someone <laughs> request it, please. I can't do Tony. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm a cameo. Uh, cookbook still available at dumbdavestone.com. And, uh, yeah, just uh, in personal news, I'm trying to uh, get back into stand-up. <laughs> That's yes. weird. I think I'm yes, going to try stand-up are. again. And uh, starting to... Uh, Bounce around some ideas in my head for my next tour. So I will uh, keep you guys posted. And guess what, guys? I think I might be going with him. That's right, Which boo. means I'm going to get unrusty. Yeah. That's it. I'm going to get. I'm gonna flex those stand-up muscles. Watch out, stand-up world. 
<laughs> but yeah. You're good. You're funny, boo. Thank you. Okay. You're funny. Well, let's just, anyway. Yeah. But yes, Dave is going on tour. Everyone buy tickets. They're not available Well, I, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get back, <laughs> back out there and like uh, Johnny. I mean, are you excited? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I got to put on pants, but other than that, man, got to leave the house and put on pants. But other than that, it should be fun. Let me tell you, uh-huh. you pull off pants like a champion. Yeah, I do wear good pants. You do, you do. <laughs> I got two legs. Yes, that's right. They're the same length, so that's good. Guys, I knew a guy who had two different uh, uh, length of legs. Oh, my gosh. And I knew another guy who had two different size feet. Played baseball with a guy named Jake. That's a tough one. He had, like, uh, his left foot was, like, an eight and a half. His right <laughs> foot was a ten. And he'd always go buy two pair and swap them and try to return one. That's got to be a pickle. Oh, I love that so much. Um, yeah. You guys have a great week. Have such a good week, guys. Thanks and, oh, for listening. Uh, one note. Mm-hmm. Uh, to all those listeners who, uh, it's Mother's Day Sunday. My heart is with you if you have lost your mom. Um, if Mother's Day is a hard day for you, I am with you. You are so loved. Um, you can, I'll be your mother for that day. I could yell at you mm-hmm. or something. I don't know what moms do, but uh, just know that. That our thoughts are with you. We love you. We're here for you. And, uh, you know, have a good, good day. That's right. Well said, boo. Good. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. We love you. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram, at The Stonebergs Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at The Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening.